I think your boner disappears pretty quick when there's a piranha attached to the end of it. I feel like Fat Joe could say meatball really good. <laughs> this October, a courageous father and son duo. Like Vince and Jack from Movie Muggin? Uh, yeah, yeah, th those are the guys. Well, anyway, they're going to take the movie talk podcasting genre to places that until now, nobody's ever been brave enough to go. That's right. They're going to release scary movie episodes during the entire month of October in what's being known all around the world as Movie Muggin Halloween Spectacular Movie Muggin Halloween Spectacular You damn right! You damn right! It's the Movie Muggin Halloween Spectacular episode number nine. You damn right. You damn right. You're damn right. <laughs> damn right. Welcome. It is the Movie Mug and Halloween Spectacular episode number nine. That welcome had Johnny Depp Willy Wonka-ness to it. Oh. <laughs> like a, like a, it could have been there with the good morning starshine part. The earth says hello. Welcome. <laughs> I, I don't know. That was kind of funny. I mean, there's no way I could reproduce that. I mean, yeah, it was a complete accident. Mm -hmm. Complete. All right, you want to get right to it? Yeah, why you not? You want to head on over to that spooky haunted lobby? I mean, do I? I don't know. It's a little scary. It's There's like all these spider webs up in there that weren't there the other day, and <laughs> like the door's all creaky. <laughs> the floorboards creak. Mm -hmm. You hear rattling every time you turn around. No, the floor the floors are marble. The marble floors oh, don't, yeah, creak. They don't creak. That's yeah. the that's the columns. Mm -hmm. You're trying to paint a picture for our listeners that isn't even true. I mean, come on. The lobby is I marble floors. Yeah, I just haven't been paying attention to what it looked like recently. Well, you're supposed to have swept it and mopped it last week, so <laughs> no, it's obvious that. now that you didn't. That's for the movie mugging brand caretaker. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> um Alfred, I don't know. Like I <laughs> I, I didn't even think of Batman, but that was the first one. All right, everybody. Well, you know what time it is. It's spooky, scary lobby time with Vincent Jack. All right, everybody. Welcome to the spooky, scary, stinky movie mug and lobby. This is the time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to the movie we're going to be watching and talking about, but we still think it's important enough to warrant some airtime. Yeah, it's stinky because you don't clean it. Fuck you. Hmm. Be dusty, musty, crusty. Well, a um, couple things. So this is supposed to be your pick. Yeah. And the order that we're going in currently, you would not have Halloween. Yeah. So we had to decide, do you get two weeks in a row? Do you get this week and next week? But you were nice enough to say, you know what, Vince? You've done such a fucking kick-ass job so far <laughs> this month. not say I that. I want you to have another go. But also, but it's I, true. I I need my redemption for last year. <laughs> you do. I wish I could fucking men in black straighten my eyes, but the, then, the memory loss thing. No, and but, just forget about that fucking movie. No, because then you'd pick it again later on, and you'd, you'd have to like, relive oh, it that again. That looks good. You'd be like, huh? This seems familiar. It doesn't look like a waste of my time. I'd love at to have all. one of those men in black things, dude. I'd use it all. It. The I'd time. use it on your mother daily. So cool. yeah. I'm excited to see what you're going to pick. Um, I'm to be honest, I'm not quite ready for a movie mug in Halloween Spectacular season two to be over because I really enjoy watching and looking for scary movies. 
And the thing is, we could do that anytime we want to, but it just feels better. Yeah, and, and also, like, it's just October. That's when you're supposed mm-hmm. to do it. And yeah, you could fucking do meth in the middle of a public street, but you do that in your home. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> the stupidest analogy I've ever heard. I've never been good at analogies. Wow. There's a time and place. I was trying to say. Yep. Yes, there is. Speaking of scary movies, we uh, we watched a doozy last night. Yeah, Piranha Three Double D. Yes, it was. Uh, Piranha Three Double D was on, and I think I got up to make some food or something like that, and I look over and there's some big old boobs with fucking pencil eraser nipples sticking out of them. I'm like, what's this? <laughs> what <Would> do you? <laughs> So, I, would you say it lives up to the title of Three Double D? The first fucking... <laughs> Absolutely. 15 minutes of it were just naked women. Yeah, there was a lot of naked women at this public water park. So, here's what the Mormon mothers have to say about Piranha Three Double D. Breasts, vulvas, and buttocks <laughs> are seen throughout. I didn't see a fucking... I didn't see a well, single vag. Here it says, much less vulva... Than topless shots of women. Bare breasts are the most frequent type of nudity. <laughs> really? <laughs> For those reading that wish to make a distinction between the actor's actual genitals and a prosthetic genitals, all male genitals in the movie are prosthetic for special effects. Yeah, the only one was not an actual penis. Was like deceased or de- what is the word? Decap- severed? Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking. <laughs> I thought I mean, disarmed it, it, before I thought well, severed. I mean, uh, if you're if you're well endowed, then mm-hmm. maybe you're disarmed. And it's definitely deceased. So um, you true. Know. So this dude is banging a girl. Yeah, and somehow she has a piranha up inside her, and it yeah. comes out of her vag and latches onto his member. Yeah, and it's like he's like screaming and shit, and like I was thinking. Like, what the fuck? Like, this is terrible. Yeah. And then, of course, he goes and makes it worse by grabbing a kitchen knife and chopping his dick off. Right. He just went you were straight just past having, some other options. Yeah, and you were just having sex. If you cut off your boner, you're probably going to, like, bleed out. Mm-hmm. I think your boner disappears pretty quick when there's a piranha attached to the end of it. I'm yeah, just, but... Just probably better than your squat cough method or whatever you said you used to <laughs> use in eighth okay. grade. But if your boner disappears, maybe it would, like... Make the piranha's grip less good. <laughs> like I'm thinking, like maybe you can like shrink out of it. Like, or maybe like just, say if you're like if your leg and foot got shrunk, your sock would just fall right <laughs> off. That's kind of what I'm thinking. But with this piranha, your sock and, doesn't have any teeth. I think. Yeah, it, but still, it might. I, I don't know. I maybe. keep imagining it in my head with like old school the the old school slow motion noise, like the. Like like some similar like that like I keep I keep visualizing. So you see his boner getting flaccid, wah, 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 and wah, like wah, maybe wah. in a a couple different phases. Like and it's huge, and then it's shrinking stage by stage. And you've given this a lot of thought. Huh? I just thought of it. No. And then the and then the piranha's mouth just finally just slowly starts falling <laughs> off of the flaccid penis and onto the floor. Yeah, the the piranha doesn't want it in its mouth if it's flaccid. <laughs> Oh. It only likes big meals. So what would you have done if you're banging a chick and all of a sudden you feel something latch onto your dick and you look down there and it's a fucking piranha? <laughs> I don't know. That's like... Would you I grab- wish you would have told me. That's like <laughs> banging someone who's HIV positive and they didn't tell you. <laughs> Damn but- it, bitch. Why didn't you tell me you had piranhas? 
I knew you had crabs, <laughs> crabs but damn, yeah. girl. Man, I would not cut off my dick first. I'd probably, I don't know, maybe at first maybe try to pry its fucking mouth off. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I think you have other options. I mean, get the yeah. knife, that's fine, but then maybe start... Prying, like, yeah, or or well, I don't, I'm not going to pry anything with a knife near my <laughs> near my dick, but maybe start poking the piranha with it or something to where, ouch, this hurts. I'm going to let go. I th- I can one up you there. You killed that motherfucker. How? You well, got to be careful. It's not like your dick is all the way to the bottom of the piranha. You might be able to cut it in half. Yeah. I like, how even... far is your dick in this piranha's mouth? So get some scissors and just start at the tail and just snip well, a little bit more and snip a little bit more until he's either, like, bleeding out or... or... until you see your penis. Yeah. <laughs> you do it in a mirror so you can, like, Gosh. lift it up and see through the hole you cut and see if you can see your penis. That would just be so awful to You'd get... You'd never recover. You'd have, like, PTSD about yeah. having sex. Yeah. You don't have a piranha inside of you, do you? Uh, I think I'd get over it pretty quick. <laughs> You'd forget about it with those mm-hmm. massive bazookas in your face. Yeah. Bazonkas. Yep. <laughs> that makes you forget all. And the cast was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. The people that are in... So, Gary Busey at the beginning. And I'm like, fucking Gary Busey will take any paycheck he can get right now. But And then he died right away. And I was like, Gary Busey's in for 10 minutes and then he's dead? But this is kind of weird because I thought... I'm glad this isn't a Gary Busey movie because now maybe I can enjoy it. But <laughs> Piranha Three Double D, you figure Gary Busey's going to be the top name in it. But you had lots of people in this movie, like uh, I think Ben Stiller's wife. I think that was her. I think it like was ninety nine percent sure yeah. it was her. She was the one who had the piranha inside her. Yes. Um, Marcellus Wallace, Ving Rhames, which I didn't recognize. So I saw Pulp Fiction many a year ago. And then I saw Piranha 1 much later, which he's in the first one, and he gets his legs shredded off by the piranhas while he's standing in the water with a chainsaw, chainsawing all of them. <laughs> and in this movie, he has like prosthetic legs, but they're uh, shotguns. Yes. And so he has like an insane fear of the water, and then <laughs> once he sees the piranhas are there, he's like, get me my leg. <laughs> He accidentally headshots a girl, too, and it doesn't <laughs> even, so. like, talk about it afterward. It just shows her get shot in the face. Oh, so much blood and so many boobs. And it was it was crazy. Packard from... The Office. The, and he's in... Uh, Anchorman. A, yeah, Anchorman. Mm-hmm. I don't actually know his real name. I don't either, but well, you know who we're talking about. What's his name in Anchorman? It's something... Like Champ. It's Champ. Yeah, it is Champ. <laughs> I was thinking Hoss. Or howdy, and I couldn't remember what it was, I mean, and I was like, I know it's some stupid like country sound and bullshit. Those are pretty interchangeable, though. <laughs> Champ, Champ, and Hoss or Big Hoss. The best actor in this, and the one that I enjoyed seeing the most in this, was David Hasselhoff. He he played a caricature of himself. That was actually really funny. So for me, David Hasselhoff has always just kind of been a joke because that's kind of what he became. But after watching Piranha Three Double D. I kind of like the guy now. He's really easy to see as that kind of arrogant celebrity mm-hmm. who would actually act like that. But also the fact that he's willing to play that role of himself mm-hmm. shows you that he's not like that. Either, well, maybe he is and he was really struggling and needed some money. But I mean, it, whenever I see that, I see that person as a genuine person. Mm-hmm. Like if, if they can play themselves in like a stereotypical bad looking way, 
and see the humor in it, I'm happy with it. Uh, he's embraced it. Yes, there you go. I think that's what he's done. He's embraced it. And I kind of feel like sometimes when I'm watching a movie, I'm like, oh, that dude's in it because he needs a paycheck. And you can kind of tell, oh, he's in this because he needs a paycheck. Like Gary Busey. I kind of felt like he was into it and he enjoyed himself. Uh, he seemed like it, honestly. Mm-hmm. But I mean, who wouldn't enjoy playing themselves in a movie? Yeah. <laughs> Especially one like Piranha 3 Double D. He probably got to see so many boobs. Yeah. Higher, I want to be in Piranha. That's why he was in the movie. 33 Double D. That's why he was in the movie. To see a lot of mm-hmm. boobs. There, yep. there are some really big boobs. And slow motion running toward the camera. Yeah, boobs. zoomed in. Mm-hmm. Can't even see like her neck even. So like, Just see her fucking boobs. One more thing, and then we'll move on to uh, the podcast studio slash viewing room. So Packard, he owns this water park. I know what you're about to and, talk and about. And he knows everything that's about to go on. And he starts driving in this golf cart. <laughs> and there's this girl with huge boobs running, and her boobs are going in slow motion up and down. And he's driving, and there's one of those, it's like a string with flags on it that sometimes you see at grand openings of fucking uh, Chinese restaurants. I was about and to stuff say like that. Asian buffet. And, you know, those things are really flimsy, and it's just going across, and he drives through it, and it somehow cuts his head off. Like, and it, it's just like a little piece, thin piece of ribbon. Mm hmm. And yeah, you just it does one of those things where he's fine for a little bit, but you can see his neck is bleeding a little bit. Like there's like the the tiny little like line that goes through his entire neck and then he crashes and his head flies into the hands of a girl with no bikini top on and she's freaking out and basically motorboats with his dead decapitated head. And also, uh, yeah, 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 and she's like <laughs> rubbing her boobs all on his and, and what dead I, face. And what did I say when that came on? <laughs> I remember, I said that's the way I want to go. Oh yeah, doesn't everyone like boobs? Why wouldn't you? Do you like playing with Play-Doh or bags of sand? Don't include that. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. I don't either. I keep that's a, my meth thing. Do you like playing with Play-Doh? Well, do it in your house and not in the middle of the street. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you like playing with <laughs> moon sand, kinetic sand. All right, so that's our uh, quick uh, take on Piranha 3 Double D. Yeah. Two thumbs up. I give it 100. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. All right, you got anything else for the lobby? Nope. All right, then let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and I will unveil today's movie. All right. Today's movie came out in 1981. Oh, right. It is one hour and 57 minutes, 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. This is the thing. 7.5% on IMDb. 88% of Google users like this movie. I feel like this is the thing. It is not the thing. Because it came out in like the right year, I would say. Fucking special. It's better not be a fucking monster movie or fucking. British werewolf in Japan. I don't want to see that. <laughs> like none of the if it's a monster movie from the 80s then I know it looks stupid. <laughs> and that there's no horror value to a monster movie like okay. maybe slashers like like Halloween like you can appreciate the horror in that. But if there's like a werewolf or a zombie So let, let me if it's a zombie it's just going to be a guy who looks pale with black around his eyes. Walking slow. <laughs> see, now you're making me second guess, because I did have a backup. Okay, just do it. All right, let's see what the Mormon mothers have to say. Uh, there are some uses of shit. Wow. 
and there are a couple of glimpses of female topless nudity. Let's watch it. This is the one. All right, so this movie has been on my radar for a long time. And as I was looking for movies... No, 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 no. I'd always heard of it, and it has such a a great cult following, and people love this movie. Granted, it is 1981. It did have really good numbers. And I'm just going to be real honest. I I did watch the previews, (laughs) and the special effects are are 1981. Yeah, that's what you'd expect. And that's one of the things that actually has kept me from picking this movie before. But I want to know what it's all about. Okay. So that's what we're doing here. I've already picked two great movies this month. This one is my... I just kind of want to see what it's about. Okay. This movie is called The Evil Dead. Okay, yeah, I've heard the title. Oh, I actually think I the main character is like a shotgun and a chainsaw, I think. Ash? His name is Ash, yeah. I only know him from a game called fucking Broforce. Where you can play, like, the further you get, the more, like, badasses from movies you can unlock. But they change at least one part of their name to bro. So he's Ash Broland. But there's, like, the Brode for the bride from Kill Bill. Um, B.A. Brorakis. <laughs> Rambro. All, like, literally anything you can think of. That's kind of fun, though. And they have fucking all of them. Bro Montana uh, from the San Francisco 49ers. No. So I, I think I'm excited to see this because like, I kinda I kinda know what to expect a little bit. All right, and if, zombies are better than a fucking like well, mud monster looking like just a guy in a shiny trash bag. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know much about it. Like I said, I watched I didn't watch the full trailer, but I watched enough to kind of see uh, not, what you were getting into. I'm not really crazy about this, but again, <laughs> There's so much love for this movie, and the second one, Evil Dead 2, did really well as as well. Are right, you ready to do this? Yeah. All right, well, let's take a spooky muffin paw. Fuck me running. My <laughs> gosh. A spooky, spooky muffin paws. Yeah, let's go get some muffins. Muffin top. All right, let's do it. Let's take a spooky muffin. <laughs> <laughs> he did it again. How do you do that again? I mean, F and G are close on the keyboard, but not in real life. All right, let's do it. Let's take a spooky muffin and fucking do it. Son of a bitch. I have to say movie muggin. My muffin. I don't, because spooky muggin. Spooky muffin paws? No, try spooky muggin. Spooky muggin paws. All right, let's do it. Let's take a spooky muffin. Is this like against your will? All right. Like you're not trying to say muffin? I'm not. Muggin. I know, but saying it both fast. I, it's like Bilbo right. Baffins. <laughs> there you go. All right, let's do it. Let's take a spooky muggin pause. <laughs> I had to fucking really think hard on that. <laughs> spooky. You said m- <laughs> spooky muggin pause. There we go. Spooky muggin pause. All right, I got it now. And we are back. After watching 1981's Evil Dead. Yep. Well, damn. Yeah. A little bit more than I was expecting. It, you know what? I was kind of expecting almost a comedic feel to it, just huh. because I thought the, the special effects were just going to be that bad. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I thought you meant like it was going to be a comedy movie. No, Not, no. Okay. I see what you mean. I just thought that it was going to be so past laughable expiration date <laughs> yeah i thought it was gonna be laughable too yeah it, it was not no and like the effects were 80s where it looks like the skin is made out of like gummy stuff whenever they start like dying and all that 
I normally hate that, but in this movie, I thought it worked fine. And then they had some actual like claymation stop motion type effects later on that were really rad. If it would have been like that throughout the movie, I'd have been like, oh, this is kind of stupid. Because I saw some of that in the previews, and, I, and that's why I thought, well, this kind of might be <laughs> really mm, bad, a little, little cheesy. But this, I, I didn't give you the the rating. This was NC-17 in 1981. Ah. And you know what? So that that's basically R. You can't be, you have to be 17 or older, which is what R is. No, NC-17 stands for no one 17 or under is admitted. Okay, so R is like, well, if you got a parent, why not? NC-17 is like, nope. Yep, not even bad parents get to bring their <laughs> kids in here. But you know what? 1981, this movie would have scared the fuck out of people. Yeah. Because this was so far beyond anything else. Like, like Friday the 13th came out in 1980, and that was a scary, scary fucking movie for 1980. Mm-hmm. But this one was like on a different level, like a completely different feel than Friday the 13th. Just completely different feel. It, it just, I don't know, let's get into that here in just a second. Let me give the 50 cent tour. This is a, uh, some people go out to a cabin in the woods. True, it is. <laughs> you got the two couples in the third wheel, and they go out there, and just like Cabin in the Woods, which we just watched, they open up like a necromancer book and start reading it. Then they find a tape, and they play the tape, and the tape says the magic words or whatever to bring back the spirit of the dead. And Should have said the evil dead. You missed an opportunity. Oh, I did, didn't I? Fucking idiot. And then it, I guess the evil dead infects one girl, and then it starts kind of infecting others, and uh, our hero has to basically kill everybody. I thought it was interesting that it was possessions, like they were demons. They weren't like zombies. And that was awesome. It was really cool that they were demons and that they possessed the living instead of, I thought it was just going to be a bunch of zombies and then like him and his friends. Because I knew that he had a chainsaw and a shotgun. Like that's what he's like famous. That's his weapons. So I thought it was going to be like a, like a slasher. Like he kills everything Mm -hmm. that moves. No, not at all. And uh, some of the faces, even though I've never seen the exorcist, Remind me of the girl's face from The Exorcist and the voice she had. Uh, some of it got a little overwhelming. Some of the like moaning, screaming, yelling with like the like eight voices all layered together mm-hmm. and to make it sound all demonic, which I really like when it like they layer all the voices like that. But the Linda, she's a cunt. She kept laughing at everything and her laugh got old. Well, let me see what the internet has to say and then I definitely want to get into that. <laughs> Ashley Ash Williams, his girlfriend, and three pals hike into the woods to a cabin for a fun night away. There they find an old book, the Necronomicon? Necronomicon? Yeah, that's what it I just th- said. I said that, in the, and they didn't say that in the movie, but I was like, it looks like the Necronomicon. Uh, the text the reawakened. Book of the dead. Oh, what does that mean when my son knows what that thing's called? There's um, a video game, man. Of course, it's always video games. The Binding of Isaac. Anywho, the Necronomicon... <laughs> Comic-Con, the Necrocomicon. Sure. Uh, the text <laughs> reawakens the dead when it's read aloud. The friends inadvertently release a flood of evil and must fight for their lives or become one of the evil dead. Ash watches his friends become possessed and must make difficult decisions before daybreak to save his own life. All right. So the first girl, was her Linda? No, the first girl that got possessed was Shelly. Or no, was Cheryl. Okay. Well, it doesn't fucking matter. The first girl who gets possessed... Like, all of a sudden, she's up in the air, 
like hovering. And she does. She has that whole looks like the Linda Blair from The Exorcist. And she starts talking in that really creepy fucking demonic voice, which just fucking works on every level. Yeah. And the eyes are rolled back. Yeah. And she's like, you guys are going to leave here or just. You're all going to die one by one. Oh, man. And at that point, I was like, okay, I'm fucking in, man. Can you that- make our voices sound like that in post-production <laughs> when, when we're doing like we could do the voice lines for the characters? Gosh, I hope so. But I don't think so. I don't think it would take you a long time. <laughs> that was not it. <laughs> no, I'm saying I was doing a voice line so that you could you could add it to that and make it sound <laughs> demonic. Yeah. That was more The Dark Knight Rises, Bane. I don't know what the fuck Bane said in that whole entire movie. Do you know this <laughs> mo- <laughs> This might d- disappoint you, but do you know what actor plays Bane? Yeah, Tom Hardy. Yeah. Yeah. They're kind of disappointing. Well, Tom Hardy can speak English. Bane, <laughs> just take that fucking thing off so I can understand what you say. Yeah. It, it might have been easier, but we saw it in theaters. And fucking so it annoying, was like a, man. the sound was really... It was terrible. <laughs> like, I just remember they were like in a plane that was crashing or something, and Bane was talking. I'm like, what? I felt like one of those old guys with a Whisper 2000 before he gets it. He's like, <laughs> turns to his wife's like, what did he say? She said she loves him and can't wait to run away with him. Okay. It was the he was at the football stadium talking into the mic. God. That's when it was. Whenever I heard you sigh real good. Uh, yeah. Whenever that <laughs> happened, I remember. Cause I was like, I don't understand this either. Oh, good. It was terrible. <laughs> and they didn't know what to do after Heath Ledger died. They're yeah, like, Fuck, I guess not. what are we gonna do? Let's just get some guy nobody can understand and throw him in there. And <laughs> Perfect. People will just talk about that. Because I don't remember anything that happened in that movie Me other than I couldn't understand what the fuck he was saying. But then in, when you think of The Dark Knight, you're like, oh, whenever Joker did this, Joker did that. Yeah. Like, that shit was... He was amazing. Yeah, he really, really was. It's kind of fucked up because Heath Ledger Joker, it didn't need improved upon. It no. was so fucking great, yet Joaquin Phoenix comes along and puts together just a masterful performance, and it's like, move over Heath Ledger, but... They're they're both fantastic at what they do. Just Joaquin Phoenix on just a, a a different level. It's so to me, Heath Ledger makes a good Joker supervillain. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix does not. Joaquin Phoenix makes for a good emotional uh, disturbance, distressed Joker. While I think Heath Ledger could have, but that's not what he was casted for. So I'd say he did not. So they both filled. The roles of Joker, like two different ones, while the other, like they couldn't fill each other's though. I don't think. I agree because to see that same Joker from Joaquin Phoenix's movie be a supervillain, I I don't think I could. He does not have what it takes to be a leader. No, he has what it takes to keep killing people. Yeah, he does. And, and he does being have that. a little bit crazy, but yeah, I don't know. So, Shelley was it the first okay. zombie? The first no, the, the first possessed girl who was it cheryl cheryl so there's ash linda cheryl shelly scotty <laughs> yeah because I, I was you, you probably heard me being like what's that other girl's name because i wanted to hear all their names because i was like cheryl shelly and scotty that's kind of a lot and then ash if you want to keep the sh going it's like that family on tv that names all their kids jay oh the duggars 
Is that the Duggars? Yeah. yeah Jeremiah, yeah. Jebediah, Josephina. <laughs> 32 kids and counting. Yeah, Josephina, number two. Jack. Ginger. Am I? Are you my real dad? Nope, you're a Duggar. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> no! <laughs> they got rid of you real quick. <laughs> yeah. Ever since I learned the F word in first grade mm-hmm. and then didn't repent after I said it, <laughs> they kicked me out. They're crazy. Duggars. I know, man. They're I, insane. They they really are. I think one of the Duggars, I know a couple of them got married, but one of them married like a, a, a used car salesman or something, and I think he got caught on that Ashley Madison cheating website. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think two of them got caught cheating in some sort of way. But I mean, the family they grew up in, they weren't allowed to jerk off until they were allowed to fucking move out. No, man. Just Can you imagine how hard that must have been for... For kids and, and wet dreams for, or like for all once, the time. Like once they get out into the real world, you know? Yeah, you set them up for failure is what you do if you parent like that. Yeah. If you shelter your kid that heavily, you're, whenever your kid turns 18, they're not going to know what to do, and then they're going to get addicted to cocaine at a strip club. <laughs> like they're going to figure it out one way or another that that outside world needs preparing for yeah you're not you're not doing your kids any favors by keeping them that ridiculously sheltered yeah sheltering to some degree i understand i mean i tried you don't want your kids to know cuss words until they learn them at school that's okay but well we have family members that think disney's evil we do yes we do i brought it up one time you know who i don't remember dude think about it i'm trying to think seriously um, like I brought it up one time that oh people even think Disney's evil and they're like well think about it there's usually black magic in it and a lot of times there's like a witch and you fuck, know who am I? a lot of times they they family kill member dude yes on whose side are you fucking kidding <laughs> I I don't remember whose side your mother's side so they live in the state way up there what no. I can't think of any of our family that lives here. Oh, <laughs> good lord! That took you forever. I forgot about that. How? Because I just sat in the bathroom every time we go visit them. <laughs> but yeah, with them, it was more of just like I felt like I couldn't make a fart noise. Right. Like, like I remember one time we were gonna go see them, and. I was like, I just can't act like myself around them. And mom was like, you don't, just don't. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. Nobody can. She's like, you can be yourself, but you just, just you don't can't be do, yourself. You just can't do all the things you like to do. Just like be, fart noises or holy cow or holy crap or crud. You can be yourself. Just don't talk and you're going to wear this. <laughs> and now it's like I have earrings and a nose piercing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I feel like when I go over there, they see me as like, one of those like all black goats with the curly horns, and <laughs> it's like, well, whoops, I have a tattoo, right? I got a tattoo when Dude, I was I, right after I turned nineteen. Like whenever they would come to the lake, I would like wear a shirt whenever I went swimming. Yeah, well, you, I, like, you got want... a devil on you. Well, but still, I got an angel too. <laughs> True, but yeah, I didn't want them to see it because I didn't want it to reflect poorly upon Olivia and uh, just. Uh, you know it's what? so That's... stupid that we have to give a single fuck. Anyway, <laughs> what do you think the dry ice budget was for this movie? <laughs> <laughs> Were fog machines invented in 81? I don't think so. If not, yeah. like, I know. That had to be all dry ice. Someone was blowing fat clouds for the <laughs> right. entire fucking movie. Vape Nation. Yeah. It was 
insane. Like they look out the window that you can't see anything. There's a f- cumulative nimbus cloud right outside the cabin. Big words. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the budget was pretty high for that, I'd say. So th- there's one of the girls, and she gets really creeped out when they Cheryl. when they play the recording and they start saying all those words that are going to summon the evil dead. The uh, at that time classic Latin. Reading Latin, mm-hmm. it will always lead to bad things. So this girl gets all freaked out after she hears the Latin like uh, that's summoning the evil dead. And she's so freaked out that she's like, oh, I think something's outside. I'm going to go out there. Mm-hmm. So she puts on her robe and she goes outside. <laughs> and she's like, I know someone's out there. Instead of going back in, she's like, I'm going to go walk toward the woods where all this fucking dry ice smoke is and stuff like that. <laughs> I know, I hear you out there, and she just walking deeper, deeper into the woods. And then she gets fucked by a tree. She did get fucked by a tree. Like, it, like, knocked her down and spread her legs. Like, it, like, wrapped roots around, like, her wrists and her ankles. And then, like, I don't, it was kind of weird. Like, it just, like, this branch, like, super fast penetrated Mm -hmm. straight into her lady parts. She was riding the pine. (laughs) And, And then when it let her go, her panties were, like, on and intact. Looking, so I was like, hmm. I mean, but you can kind of move those out of the way. If you but I to. didn't see the tree do that. Well, those little pines <laughs> like, went up there first. I like how you're doing motions with your hands. You showed me the motion of how to move them out of the yeah, way. Because I do wow, that all the time. Really, thank you so much. I didn't realize yeah, how you could pull that out of the way. Yeah, you know, your mom's lazy. She doesn't like taking them off all the time. So sometimes I just got to <laughs> move it on over. She's like, if we're going to do this, just get it over with. I don't want to. You're lucky take she my, doesn't listen to this shit. <laughs> you're so lucky she doesn't listen to this shit. Oh. She would have divorced you like last year. I'd say it right in front of her. I got no problem with that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Why I turned into almost Fat Albert right there. But <laughs> did you ever watch Fat Albert? You never no. seen an episode? I don't even know what he looks like, but I get him. He's fat. <laughs> he has a red sweater. I get him mixed up with the Nutty Professor, and he talks like this. I know what the Nutty Professor looks like. No, I imagine him to look like Cleveland Browns kid. No, 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 not at all. Fat Albert was fucking cool, man. He had his gang with him, and one of them had like this hat <laughs> he that he pulled. Cool. He was fucking cool. They call him Fat Albert. Well, dude was fat. Had a weight problem. <laughs> but people who have fat in front of their name generally aren't praised as cool. Unless it's fat Normally they'd give them like scary or like something like some sort of respectful word before their name. No, but think about like rappers like Fat Joe. I was thinking... I was about to make the counter argument. Yeah, look at Fat Joe. Do you mm-hmm. think he's cool? He's rich. So what? I think he's he may not be rich anymore. He looks like a like a a, a fat naked mole rat to me. Mm. Sorry, Fat Joe. Yeah, shout out. I feel to like fat he could Joe. he could say meatball really Dude. good. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? I said I feel like Fat Joe could say meatball really good because <laughs> he, he's shaped like. A snowman. You think he could say meatball? Yeah, he could say meatball like the cake boss or something. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. That's just when I see him, I think meatball. So there's a couple things. Like, I want you to watch an episode of Fat Albert now. Okay. To see what you think. You watched an episode of Felix the Cat with me the other day. I did. What would you think of that? I liked it. Felix the Cat was the shit. And the card, there's, there's nothing that beats genuine... Like when, when I say genuine cartoons, 
I, I'm excluding like a lot of cart cartoon network bullshit that is on nowadays, but like go to Boomerang mm-hmm. or there or like Tom I don't know if Tom and Jerry was on Boomerang, but I know Wacky Races was like Yogi Bear. Looney Tunes. Uh, fucking, I, mean, I don't know if Yogi Bear was really that good. I didn't really watch it. Yogi Bear is pretty good. But of the the same hey, art, boo-boo. they ha- <laughs> they like all have the same art style almost. Hanna Barbera. There's nothing that beats those kind of cartoons. Looney man. Tunes, man. Looney I know that Tunes. was your Bugs favorite. Bugs Bunny is my all time favorite, all time favorite cartoon character. Uh, if I had to, and I fucking love Scooby Doo. I always did. But something that sticks out in my head from when I was really young is I would just wake up super fucking early for no reason, just like 6.30 or 7 a.m., my like internal alarm clock would go off. I'd go sit in the recliner and watch Tom and Jerry on really low volume <laughs> because the TV is against the wall that is your bedroom. So, And I remember one time you like came out of the bedroom and you were like peeking, looking at me, and I didn't see you, and I was picking my nose. And you came out, and you're like, so you're just going to touch the remote after that? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> That's one memory I have. Oh, You know, I, I could still sit down and watch cartoons today. Matter of fact, yeah. I recorded some off Boomerang the other day, and it was Looney Tunes, and I was just watching it, and your mom's like, really? This is what we're doing? I'm like, yeah. She's like, God, no, I can't do that. Why not? Well, you're already looking at your phone I know, all right? Like, if she's looking at her phone, she can't hear us talk. But somehow, she's looking at her phone, she can hear what's on the TV. I, I can sit on my phone while Married at First Sight is on. I don't have a problem doing that. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Big Brother All-Stars. <laughs> you, Tunes is better than both. 99% of the time, the shit on the TV is something she wants to watch. If there's sports on for more than like 30 minutes, she's like, ah. She's pretty good about football. Like, I watch football like all the time. I enjoy watching football. Other than that, I don't really fucking care what's on TV. Like, sports is pretty much the only thing that I'll watch anymore. But she likes to watch home shows. So there's like Christina and Tarek on the coast and <laughs> House Hunters International. And yeah. Ding dong. Yep. Boom, beep, beep. Love it. Boom, 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 list boom. it and all that uh, shit. Oh, with Hillary and. Bald guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember his name. Yeah. So I wanted know. to say Clinton, but that's... so give me my Looney Tunes every now and then. Yeah. Cartoons, timeless and ageless activities Absolutely. to take part in. Let me see Daffy Duck get his bill shot to the other side of his head. <laughs> or let me see that that VHS with all those like commercials mm-hmm. with Chip and Dale on it. Y'all recorded Starburst. like straight from the TV. Starburst, Maxwell House. Luscious lemons and tangy cherries. <laughs> You get a burst the moment that you bite into a starburst fruit chew. A burst of refreshing fruit flavor for you. I love that commercial. Oh, I did too. And there's like one where I think they're on a boat and they're going to have coffee or something. It's Maxwell House. Mm -hmm. Good to the last drop. Maxwell House. A family member had been gone a long time, probably surprised mom in the morning. (laughs) She put on a pot of coffee for him. Real happy to see him. It's like car commercials these days. Like it, it shows someone like on an awesome vacation, like they're going kayaking and whitewater rapids, or going up the Eiffel Tower, and then it's like Hyundai. <laughs> like <laughs> when I was a kid, Tampax commercials used to come on. They're playing soccer. <laughs> yeah, like they're playing tennis. They're mountain climbing. They're doing all these things. And, and in my brain as a kid, I was like, oh man, it's something they put in their shoes. It's like some. <laughs> 
some Dr. Schultz. Yeah, it's like some padded shoe inserts or something that allow them to go. Out. Can I get some Tampax before my next soccer game, Mom? It just made sense to me. It just like what? Just uh, so Tampax, it helps you ride a horse better. What? What? I don't know what's going on. But it was just they were just doing all these activities. It doesn't make you bow legged after if you ride a horse with Tampax. I guess not. I guess not. <laughs> I don't know, man. Speaking of blood. Um, there was a there was a lot of blood in this movie, wasn't there? Yeah, there was. It was a good transition. Yeah, that was smooth, like it was scripted. Yeah, I was just <laughs> trying to find a way to get to a tampon joke so I could uh, jump yeah. right into speaking of blood. No, we have like an entire script. Like we're reading off of a paper right now. Mm-hmm. Like we pre-wrote all of this. So like, oh yeah, we'll make it look like we diverge into some interrupt Jack with. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't. Buckets and buckets and buckets of gooey blood. Yeah. So the girl at the beginning who first got possessed, they locked her ass down in the basement, mm-hmm. but they couldn't shut the basement door all the way. They, they like chained it, and it was one of those that's on top of the floor, so it just kind of opens up. Just a little bit. And just the whole time, she's just there giving them hell. She's a troll under the fucking bridge. Screaming dude. and yelling and, and... Mocking them. Yes, she was fucking creepy. Yeah. Shelly got wrecked. Shelly was the, the girlfriend that got chopped in like 13 pieces. Oh, yeah. By yeah. the fire axe. Because the only way to like kill them is to fully dismember them. But Ash learned later if he throws the Necronomicon in the fire, they die. Yeah, the ending was kind of... Yeah, not great. Kind of lame. But, you know, you brought up earlier that just the overabundance of screaming and stuff like that. And... Yeah, it was way, way over the top, all that screaming. But a lot of the scenes were like hard to watch. Mm-hmm. And the screaming just added to that and made it even more difficult to watch. So it gave you that really uneasy feeling. I was going to say through it, a lot of this movie. It added a lot to the uneasiness and the stress that the viewer feels. Exactly. Because. You're already overwhelmed with what's going on. And then all that blocking your ears. It's like whenever you're like trying to find like a good parking spot or like not sure where you are when you're driving, you turn down the radio. Yeah. Like I can't see, I can't, I can't focus. It's too much going on. It's, it's the same effect in this movie, but not as stressful, but a lot of cool camera shots in this movie too. Yeah. The I, camera work was sick. It, when, when it first came on, I thought, all right, these people are trying really, really hard to do some experimental shit with cameras or something like that. Whenever it, it was just, over the water and there's, yeah, All this, uh, the smoke. That's how it started, and just and, and just the weird angles. I just thought this is like some some college kids that are just hey, let's try this. Let's, We're artsy. Let's yeah, let's <laughs> let's be pioneers. Let's do something different. <laughs> well, their voices changed <laughs> they whenever they became pioneers. <laughs> the more the show went on, the more I was like, this fucking works, man. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, first person or point of view camera angles too and a lot of like the evil spirit like what what it was seeing watching through the windows yes i and watching through the windows it's always going to work in a horror movie because you don't know what it is and yeah it just <laughs> it gives you an insight the the person in there is so vulnerable and mm-hmm. this whatever it is is watching and they have no idea yeah and there was another shot where ash kind of walks under the camera and then it turns upside down. And he's all and then sweaty, he too. he backs away from the camera. I don't know, man. They they did some really cool camera work. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. 
Well, I don't know how much we really got into it, but I feel like... Uh, Talked about it enough. Yeah. So what happened is he ends up killing all his friends yeah. and lives happily ever after. All right, favorite parts? Um, I really did like whenever he threw the Necronomicon into the fire. Which Necronomicon is just a book of the dead. It's like the human's flesh-wrapped book. It's pretty cool. But he threw it into the fire, and then since I know he uses the chainsaw and the shotgun, and he'd only use the shotgun in this movie, I thought for sure, like, these evil spirits, since they were being fucking, like, high school bullies earlier, that they were going to be fucking with him when they started to, like, dry up and crack and, like, look like they were dying whenever he threw it in the fire. I thought for sure they were going to be like, ha, ha, and then try to keep killing him. But no, they got fucked and, like, there was like these claymation aspects that were really cool. It was like if you watch um like in fast motion, like uh, the decomposition of like stuff in nature. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like that, and then like it looked like fungus type stuff, like like someone's one of their heads like melted into the ground, and it was like this whitish color, and then it turned like all like faded all into this green, like weird like maggot looking like drop. I don't know, like grits. Uh, do you remember it? it was like this like fat maggot shaped like blue thing like fell out of one of their eye sockets and tumbled like a, a domino over and over yeah in stop motion it was just really artsy and cool um i'm gonna have to say that that and i guess the special effects were my favorite part just the special effects in general with the blood and the not realistic gore but disturbing looking gore still with milk yeah that milk was <laughs> It was like, for some reason, when they got injured, they'd, like, spew out a bunch of milk out of their mouth. And spray it out of their arms sometimes, too. Well, like her arm, her hand got cut off. She and, bit it off. She bit her yeah, own hand off. Yeah, she bit her own hand off, which, that was pretty fucked. My, my favorite part, for sure, was when the girl first got possessed, and she's just floating in the air, and her face, yeah, is like Linda Blair, exorcist, and she starts just talking in that demonic voice. At that point, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm into this movie. I, I, I feel like this movie is not going to be the comedic kind of cheesy, stupid like I thought it was mm-hmm. going to be. It just kind of sucked me in right there. And they got it. Yeah, I knew it was something different. Her makeup, I think, was perfect for that character, and the voice was perfect. That was the hook for me. All right, bucket of chicken time. I mean, I loved the camera work, but I feel like if I gave it to the camera work, I'd really be... Missing out on what really deserves it. Which, and you'd be taking mine. Okay, so that's cool. I, I like whenever, like, one of us, like, you give it to... I think I've said this before a billion times. You give it to my other option. Um, so, like, the makeup slash special effects slash costume people, they can share my bucket of chicken because I really like the special effects. Some movies in the 80s or whatever with the blood and all that shit, it looks terrible. This movie... They had it down. It can be, I don't know if endearing is the right, right word, but you're like, wow, this is, like, this is so much different than what I'm used to, and normally this shit looks so bad before a certain year. I don't know. I, I just I really enjoyed it, and I'm not sure if it was common to add that claymation type stuff to gore back then, but I, I saw that. I, I felt like it probably wasn't, and I saw that as a cool artistic kind of personal touch. And I like where they did it, too. It wasn't too much, just right at the end. And then, of course, how the characters looked and how they kind of had a metamorphosis of possession. 
it, it all helped tie the environment together of how they just looked insane and acted insane. So yeah. All right, so my bucket of chicken does go to the camera work, the shots, the the tracking, the panning, the POV. There there was some that I kind of was like, all right, I've seen enough of this, and that's where the camera is like chasing and it's first person and it's oh. it's going real fast through the woods. I think they overdid that a little bit, but I don't know, man. It just the camera work in this added so much to it. I really really enjoyed that. All right, score time. I think 96. Wow. I thought this was awesome. And the fact that I'd already sat down for an hour and a half to watch that movie and then wanted to watch the sequel immediately Mm -hmm. after, it says a lot. Because normally after something like that, I'm ready to go do my own thing until the time comes to see the sequel. But I, I, I honestly was thinking in my head, like, we should just watch both and then come back and be like, well... We ended up watching the second one too, I, so you're getting a bonus for this Halloween episode. But it is late. We would have it, it would have dragged on and I, I maybe totally, even sucked after we came back. Yeah, so. I, I totally would have, but I didn't want to be doing this at two thirty in the morning. Yeah, like if it was like nine when we finished instead of oh, eleven, no brain. Yeah, no brain. We would have absolutely would have. Yeah, because I felt the same way. I I was already thinking it, and then you said it, and I'm like, yeah, let's see how long it is. <laughs> what time is it again? Oh, fuck, no. Yeah. It's, They're both the same amount of time, so it would have been a while. Yeah, I'm uh, 89. Good. It was good today, but I, I couldn't help but watch it through the lens of, like, 1980 or 1981 or right in that area. And when you were that young well, age as yeah, well? Yeah, because, like, go, we used to go to the drive-in movies all the time, and it would be, like, double features or triple features, and, like, I would be able to watch the first one, but then I had to, like, lay down in the back of the station wagon and, like, supposed to go to sleep. But I would always, like, I would always see the other screens. Like, I couldn't watch the screen my parents were watching, but I could look over and see some of the other screens. And I just remember the the grainy look to it. And some of them were horror movies sometimes. And just, it just had that feel, that nostalgic feel that took me back. Look, was it great acting? No. <laughs> like, what was the script good? No. I mean, <laughs> look, if you want to tear this movie apart, you could easily tear this movie apart. But for me... It just worked on the level of the way I saw it. it. It beat all my expectations. All right, well, so far, man, this has been the best movie mug and Halloween spectacular of all time. And all those months ago when I figured out what movie I'd play on Halloween, I was, I've been so confident. And now that we've had pretty much only good movies, mm-hmm. even though I'm still really confident, I'm, it just makes, me, makes my faith waver, man. Do me I mean, a favor, don't watch it. Don't no, watch it between now and then. I'm not just gonna. Don't, just, just roll with it. I'm just worried. <sighs> I mean, you should be a little because bit. Because I'm going to say something that y'all all have heard me say a million times. I saw this movie once, uh, quite a while ago, and fucking loved it. I, I think it's going to work out still. I, I, my, I have, my faith hasn't wavered enough for me to consider other movies. At all. We're good. Stick so, with it. I've Yeah. I, I'm a lot better at sticking with my movies than you are. So, And I've been sticking with this one for a few months now. So, All right. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing what it is. <laughs> Me too. And if you want to see what movie it is, you'll have to come back next week for a Movie Mug and Halloween Spectacular episode number 10. That's right. Next week. Seven short yes. days from now, or if you're listening to this on a Wednesday, math. All right. You got anything else? Nah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to episode number nine of the Movie Muggin' Halloween Spectacular. If you'd like to keep up with us, we are on Instagram and Twitter at Movie Muggin'. If you'd like to email us, 
moviemugging at gmail.com. We so appreciate you listening. Have a spooky movie mugging day. Movie mugging, Halloween spectacular. Movie mugging, Halloween spectacular. You're not even ejaculating.